We are happy you are here on Good Friday. Good Friday. That's a phrase you've probably heard before, but what is it? In fact, what is Easter celebrating? And what about the Easter Bunny? What's up with that? Let's discuss that soon, but first, let's begin this episode with one minute of headlines to update you on the world around us. Hi, I just want to quickly interrupt right before I'm going to that. This episode was supposed to go out on Friday, so all of the news is from Friday. Everything was recorded on Friday. Um, but I guess we had some internet issues, and I didn't know that we didn't... It apparently didn't send out. So, it'll go out um, on Saturday. Sorry! One. Politico started off this Friday by stating, Fauci, kids could get infected if Florida reopens schools. Forbes reported IRS finally launches registration tool for stimulus checks. 3. Earlier today, ABC News claimed major severe weather expected Easter weekend, possible tornado outbreak in the south. I know where I live, it's going to be snowing on Easter. World News 1. Fox News informed readers that coronavirus worldwide death toll passes 100,000. CNN published, the Notre Dame Cathedral holds small Good Friday service amid coronavirus lockdown almost a year after the fire. CBS News discussed how 15-year-old boy from Amazon tribe dies of coronavirus. Business News, 200,000-plus Nevada casino workers affected by shutdown, thousands left without pay, claimed KRNV My News 4. Sports News, according to ESPN, XFL, XFL, Suspends operations and lays off employees. No plans to return in 2021. Other news. And finally, Good News Network informed us that Himalayan mountaintops visible for the first time in 30 years as air pollution comes to plummet in India. Now, let's jump into the episode by calling our special guest, Abby. Abby, are you there? Hi. Hey. All right. So, this is Abby. She is awesome. Hello. Very smart and also a Christian and has joined us today to work on the Easter episode. Awesome. (laughs) Okay, are you on the presentation yet or do you need a few seconds? Yes, I am. All right. Um, I'll start at the what is the Easter Bunny slide, and then we'll just go off and on the slides and whatever. Okay, um, history.com states the exact origins of this mythical mammal are unclear, but rabbits, known to be prophetic procreators, are an ancient symbol of fertility and new life. According to some sources, the Easter Bunny first arrived in America in the 1700s with German immigrants who settled in Pennsylvania and transported the of an egg-laying hen called Osterhage, or Osterhaus. Their children made nests in which this creature could lay its colored eggs. Eventually, the custom spread across the U.S., and the fabled rabbit's Easter morning deliveries expanded to include chocolate and other types of candy and gifts, while decorated baskets replaced nests. All right. <laughs> um, so, just continuing on that, um, 
Additionally, children often left out carrots for the bunny in case he got hungry from all of his hopping. Wikipedia says that originally it was said that the Easter Bunny was a judge of how children behaved around Lent, similarly to Santa Claus, um, and would deliver eggs, chocolates, and toys based on their behavior. Wikipedia states the custom was first um, mentioned that in George... Frank von Franken Pabos. Okay, I, I probably screwed up that name, but it's okay. Um, it's a book. Um, in 1682, referring to a German tradition of an Easter hare bringing Easter eggs for the children from Wikipedia. Now, why a bunny? So, first off, this is kind of an awkward slide, but the Easter Bunny is also called the Easter Rabbit or Easter Hare in some cultures, and in others is portrayed by a fox or a cuckoo bird. However, most of the time, it's a bunny, or at least I'm used to that. The reason behind this is because there's been a belief for a while that bunnies could produce without losing their virginity, almost in an asexual way. While this was not true, and they do it the good old-fashioned <laughs> way, it was symbolic of the Virgin Mary and how she conceived Jesus without having sex, instead through the power of the Holy Ghost. Okay, why eggs? Remember, everything is centrally related to life. As Easter is a celebration of Jesus' life and resurrection, eggs are a symbol of life as they are the beginning of all life. That's why sometimes you will see chicks also representing Easter decorations. Or even in the movie Hop, they hatch from eggs. Duh. Um, additionally, time.com says eggs are also representative of new life. And it's believed that decorating eggs for Easter dates back to the 13th century. Hundreds of years ago, churches had their congregations abstain okay i'm sorry i'm not quite here yet but it's fine oh geez um from eggs during lent allowing them to be consumed again on easter allow according to history.com in the 19th century russian high society started exchanging ordinantly decorated eggs even jeweled encrusted on easter time.com y'all i'm sorry i'm my head's just not in it (laughs) (laughs) all right now we're gonna talk about candy so um second to halloween candy sells the most at this time some of the best-selling items are brax pastel candy corn pastel candy corn peeps sweet tart chicks ducks and bunnies whoppers mini robin eggs cadbury cremades which are just delicious i love those um, all the class- classic chocolate Easter bunnies, um, Cadbury mini eggs, and Reese's peanut butter eggs. Frankly, the best stuff is the Cadbury stuff. Um, additionally, a personal recommendation of mine is a brand called Vermont Nut Free. I live in a household with a serious nut injury, and Vermont Nut Free is our go-to. Um, they even have M&M alternatives called Skippers. It's their favorite brand, especially during Easter. They don't sponsor us yet, but they hopefully will. Let's get recognized, people. Hi. Are you back? All right. Let's start from the beginning of the lamb slide. All right. Awesome. History.com states, lambs are traditional Easter food. Christians refer to Jesus as the lamb of God, the 
Um, Lamb Easter also has roots in early Passover celebrations. In the story of Exodus, the people of Egypt suffered a series of terrible plagues, including the death of all firstborn sons. Members of Jewish faith painted their doorposts with sacrificed lamb's blood so that God would pass over their homes. Jews who converted to Christianity continued the tradition of eating lamb Easter. Historically, lamb would have been one of the first fresh meats available after a long winter with no livestock to slaughter. All right. Easter versus coronavirus. So although April Fool's Day was canceled, Easter isn't. We can easily celebrate from home. Here are some um, new ways that you can switch up your traditions this year and still have a great day whilst staying safe. While you probably shouldn't waste eggs right now, there is an alternative. My mom found them at the grocery store, and I believe Michael's also. Fake eggs. Um, So we have two cartons right now. One's um, from a brand named Spritz, but those ones can't be dyed. Um, But then there's another from a brand called Foamly's that can be. We have the dye ready, and we can also use markers, stickers, or what I hope to use, paint markers. And if you want to step it up, like, why not hydro dip it? Like, you've got all the time in the world right now. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome idea. It'd be fun. Okay, um, salt eggs. Online, there's a recipe for salt eggs. Eggs that you can hang from a tree and decorate in any way that you want. There aren't spheres or anything, but it's kind of like pottery. Um, all around my neighborhood, people are hanging them up outside to show their support for celebration within our own homes. My mom is really pushing for us to do this, like, she has asked us, like, at least once daily to do salt eggs. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people with those. I just didn't know that's what it was. That's cool. Yeah, I'll send you the recipe. Awesome. All right. Um, personalized Easter baskets. USA Today recommends bringing your grandparents a personalized Easter basket. Of course, leave it at their doorstep, but you can wave from the car. Other ways to stay connected with your family include doing a Zoom family reunion like my family is doing car parades, or even calling the individual families to catch up and wish them a happy Easter. I think that's an awesome idea because obviously we can't go around the elderly and my grandma's actually a very much target victim right now because she's had pneumonia three times and she has absolutely no one at her house so she's all alone. So I think this sounds like a great idea because I would hate for her to be all alone and nothing so... It'd be fun to be able to connect with your family that way. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay. Easter Bunny. If your family didn't get to see the Easter Bunny, there are many online programs that offer personalized videos. Yeah, and don't worry, kiddos. He's still going to come around. Yeah. We're good. I mean... He won't catch coronavirus. I mean, he's ancient. He's beat every pandemic thus far. He can beat this one. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's the Easter Bunny. He could get some masks, you know? Yeah. There's so I mean, many options. Got, <laughs> so much to do. He's got it down. Yes. Um, for church, as everyone is doing, watch church virtually. Maybe even watch the sunrise with your computer next to you. Depending on the church you go to, you may have to live stream it early in the morning, or you can just watch it whenever. Many options, if you do not currently have a church, are also on YouTube. Yeah, this is awesome. I do online church with my family every week, and... Of course, it's not the same as going to regular church, but it's still great, and you still get to get the experience that you wanted, so. Oh, yeah, and there's definitely some benefits. I mean, I get to watch church in my, like, pajamas next to our yeah. fireplace. 
Yeah. And then afterwards, we go and we drive to um, the local donut place. We go to Shipley's and we pick up just four donuts and then we go home. That so sounds awesome. And we get donuts. All right, so this one is one my family is definitely doing, cook a feast. There are really two options for meals on Easter. Takeout. Get takeout from a restaurant you love to support them and keep them in business. If you don't want to cook or honestly, if you just couldn't get anything from the stores, um, takeout <laughs> is awesome and the way to go. Yeah, so good. Um, also a way to keep those essential workers working. Um, oh, yeah. Um, the second one is obviously you can cook. Um, you can make a feast while you're at home. So why not? My family is planning on making homemade um, uh, rosary bread, honey glazed carrots, macaroni and cheese, maybe some deviled eggs, Parmesan potatoes, and we may pick up uh, honey baked ham. You can find tons of awesome recipes online just by Googling what to eat on Easter. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a feast. Yeah, definitely sounds <laughs> awesome and we don't have to worry about getting that <laughs> the baker rolls in the stomach area because no one's even gonna see you hey there's a plus yeah like you know your son body's already postponed just just keep on eating <laughs> yeah honestly make you happy whatever makes you happy kids yes all right now we're gonna do some jesus history so okay what is easter a quick breakdown Crosswalk states, Easter is a celebration of the resurrection of Jesus from the tomb on the third day after his crucifixion. Easter is the fulfilled prophecy of the Messiah who would be persecuted, die for our sins, and rise on the third day. That's from um, Isaiah 53. Remembering the resurrection of Jesus is a new way to really hope that we have victory over sin. According to the New Testament, Easter is three days after the death of Jesus on the cross. Okay, um, just continuing that quick breakdown, um, Easter follows a period of fasting called Lent, in which many churches set aside time for uh, repetitions, I'm not sure, and remembrance. Um, Lent begins on Ash Wednesday and ends on Good Friday, the day of Jesus's crucifixion. Um, the 40-day period was established by Pope Gregory I using... 40-day pattern of Israel, Moses, um, Elijah, and Jesus's time in the wilderness. The week leading up to Easter is called the Holy Week or Passion Week and includes Palm Sunday, the day Jesus entered Jerusalem and was celebrated. Oh, dang, I don't know how to say this word. Um, actually, never heard it. Maundy Thursday. Maundy Thursday, um, the Last Supper where Jesus met his disciples to observe Passover, and Good Friday when Jesus was uh, would be crucified on the cross. Yep. Okay. So, next one. All about Jesus Christ states, The origin of Easter, a holiday associated with the observance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, is actually based on an ancient pagan celebration. Uh, additionally, raceinhistory.com claims Easter is an ancient spring solstice festival, the same spring solstice festival that gave us Carnival and Pagua, involving the death and resurrection of the husband of the great Earth Mother goddess. This resurrection, far from being a miraculous historical event that occurred 2,000-odd years ago, it's a symbolic spiritual renewal that has its origins in the dim mists of the early human societies in Africa. 
Okay, Lent. Um, Ku says Ash Wednesday is the first day of Lent. You may have noticed people with um, smudged black cross on their foreheads. My friend Mia does this in her church, so that's kind of cool. Those are ashes from the Ash Wednesday service. The ashes symbolize our grief for all the things that we've done wrong and the resulting division of imperfect people from a perfect God. The three main things people focus on during Lent are prayer, fasting, um, abstaining from um, something to reduce distractions and focus more on God, and giving or charity. Prayer during Lent focuses on our need for God's forgiveness. Um, It's also about uh, repenting, turning away from our sins, and receiving God's mercy and love. Um, Fasting or giving something up is a very common practice during Lent. The idea is that giving giving up something that's a regular part of life, like eating dessert or scrolling through Facebook, can be a reminder of Jesus' sacrifice. That time can also be replaced with more time connecting with God. Giving money or doing something good for others is a way to respond to God's grace, generosity, and love. For example, some people spend time volunteering or donate money that they would normally use to buy something like their morning coffee. It's important to note that doing things, uh, doing these things can never make us earn or deserve Jesus' sacrifice or a relationship with God. Um, continuing on the Lent subject, um, people are flawed and will never be good enough for a perfect God. Only Jesus has the power to rescue us from ourselves. Jesus sacrificed himself on Good Friday to bear the punishment for all our wrongdoings and offer us forgiveness. He was raised from the dead on Easter Sunday to give us an opportunity to have a relationship with God for eternity. Spending time during Lent, praying, fasting, and giving can make Jesus' sacrifice on Good Friday and his resurrection on Easter even more meaningful. Um, And this Lent, Obviously, we gave up way more than we could have ever anticipated. <laughs> yeah, um, sometimes we can just think of these times as maybe God's trying to teach us a little bit more patience or a little bit more trying to get peace with ourselves and I mean, finally just finding the calm. Now, you know, yeah, um, we gave up seeing people or going places. Yeah, I know so many people have given up so many things. It's crazy. I mean, a lot of people have given up their jobs and just have to learn to be okay with that, even though it's not okay at all. And Yeah, it's a very stressful time right now, but we've yeah. got this. We're all in this together. You know, the yes. High School Musical song? as High School Musical says. <laughs> all right, T. Anyways, um, so now we're talking about Easter. So, well, this isn't really Easter, so just more explaining what the holy week is um jesus is who the christians believe to be the messiah obviously we celebrate his birth on christmas and his resurrection on easter the week of easter is called holy week the sunday before easter is palm sunday because jesus rode through jerusalem and the people bowed and sang to him saying hosanna in the highest blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord waving palm branches at his feet However, as the week went by, it got more and more depressing, so let's take a look at that now. Okay, Maundy Thursday um, is believed to be the day in which Jesus and his disciples celebrated the Last Supper. Luke chapter 22, verse 27 to 38 states, When the hour came, Jesus and his um, apostles, uh, my god, my screen is glitching, this is weird. Oh. Well... You might have to read that one. My screen is acting weird. I'll see if I can get it back up. (laughs) Okay. 
Monday Thursday is believed to be the day in which Jesus and his disciples celebrated the Last Supper. Luke chapter 22, verses 27 through 38 stated, uh, states, When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles um, reclined at the table. And he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of this vine until the kingdom of God comes. And then he took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So a lot of people do this now um, in church called communion. I know my church does that. And that's why my family is planning on making rosemary bread for the um, for Easter. Because we didn't get to make it on Thursday. Um, but we're going to do like a mini communion with really, really good bread. And not like the crappy bread they give you at church. <laughs> my church barely gives us bread. It's just crackers and grape juice. <laughs> that's what it's always been for me. Just... But, you know, yeah, it's funny because when you're little, you don't know it's such an important thing. And you're just like, I just want my crackers and grape juice, people. (laughs) You have to wait. You have to learn. (laughs) Um, All right. um, My screen's working now. So um, connection to Passover. Um, Crosswalk states the day before his crucifixion, Jesus observed Passover with his disciples. This event is known as the Last Supper. Passover is the time that Jews remember their freedom and exodus from Egypt. During this Passover feast, Jesus told his disciples that the bread symbolizes his body and would be broken and that the wine, his blood, would be poured out of forgiveness of sins. Matthew 26, verse 17 through 30. All right. Um, the Last Supper is remembered today in churches and religions served through the act of communion and sharing bread and wine to remember the sacrifice of Jesus, like Lauren said. Yes. Um, and then just a little bit more on that. Jesus was arrested after the Passover meal while he was praying in the garden of some really long name. <clears throat> I'm going to take a wild guess and just say Gethsemane. <laughs> that was so wrong. I felt like you were like calling it mayonnaise. <laughs> All right, the Garden of Gethsemane. Gethsemane. Um, he was. Oh boy, Jeff's Gethsemane. I don't know. Google it. Okay. He was then taken before the Roman governor Pontius Pilate for trial. Yes, if anybody wants to learn how to say that word, just Google it. Now the best um is a little bit over as. The crucifixion begins on Good Friday. All right. Um, RD states, simply put, Good Friday is set aside for Christians to remember and mourn Jesus' death. It was on this day that religious leaders arrested Jesus for claiming to be the Son of God and King of the Jews, as the biblical story goes. The leaders sentenced Jesus to crucifixion, the highest form of criminal, criminal punishment at the time for his teachings. Jesus was then beaten, forced to carry a heavy cross through um, crowds and finally nailed to the cross by his wrists and feet where he hung until he died. So despite its name, Good Friday is a day for somber and each day before Easter, Christians solemnly honor the way Jesus suffered and died for their sins. Um, They might even attend a service that recounts Jesus's painful crucifixion and some even refrain from eating to show their sorrow. 
Churches strip their altars bare and muffle their bells as a sign of mourning, according to Catholic.org. It's very, it's a very depressing day, obviously. Hi Hi. again. Okay, so for the listeners wondering what the heck just happened, um, we keep like losing each other's audios for some reason, so we have to send another link and whatever, but it, it works. The love of technology. Oh, fun, fun. All right, um, all right, I'll begin to the last thing in case we didn't catch it. So, they might attend a service that recounts Jesus's painful crucifixion, and some even refrain from eating to show their sorrow. Churches strip their altars bare and muffle their bells as a sign of mourning, according to Catholic.org. So, you know, clearly it's a very depressing day. All right, um, why it's called Good Friday? Uh, Wikipedia states Good Friday comes from the obsolete sense. Yep. Um, Oh, dang. I'm going to screw this up a lot, guys. Um, P.O.S. Sure. Holy of the word good. Uh, less common examples of expressions based on uh, obsolete sense of good include the word the good book for the Bible, good tide for, the, for Christmas, or, oh, here we go again with the messing up stuff, um, Shrovita died on good <laughs> wednesday for for the wednesday in the holy week um from wikipedia um on the cross it says jesus was repeating father forgive them for what they know not what they do so that's the forgiving us for our sins kind of thing yes go jesus you know forgive yes me. go jesus <laughs> i don't think i would be able to do that but i'm yeah I'm with <laughs> Nice one. Nice Jesus. All right. <laughs> Anywho, um, after Jesus died on the cross, he was placed in a tomb that had a large stone in front of it. Mark chapter 16 verses 1 through 8 states, when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, mother, uh, no, Mary of Mary, the mother of James and Salome brought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus's body. Very early on, the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. (coughs) Okay, sorry, just choked on my drink, so that's fun. (coughs) All right. Uh, you are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter. He is going ahead of you into Galilee. Um, there you will see him, just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the woman went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. It is then that Jesus was resurrected from the dead. He went to visit his disciples, vowing that he would return someday and then descend into heaven. So that's basically the end of the Easter story. Yeah. You know, it's clearly a miracle. And it shows to all Christians that he was a Messiah. Um, for Jews, I believe they believe they think that he was a very valuable prophet. However, I don't think they believe in the resurrection of uh, Jesus. So they think that the Messiah has not yet visited Earth. <laughs> um, it's just solely a Christian belief, but you know, yeah, that's why Easter exists. 
Yeah. Um, I, I guess it sounds like they took it from some other holiday that had to do with spring solstice and they like based it on that but they also said well there's this absolute miracle we need to celebrate that and then they just kind of put the two things together and created easter and now there's an easter bunny so yeah yay (laughs) (laughs) so that's the end of our story thank you abby for joining us yeah i mean my performance wasn't perfect not even close i mean neither was mine here we go (laughs) did you hear me try and pronounce the garden The Garth, the mayonnaise. Yeah, it's the mayonnaise garden. The mayonnaise garden. No, oh, I'm oh, I'm sorry, God, for messing up your garden. <laughs> I know, I'm like not very good at this. I don't know how to say that word. Yeah, Maybe they spoke normal English, I'd be fine. But you know, it's fine. I messed up a ton of words, but why we have Easter, I will be forgiven for my sins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to Google how to say this word. You know, that sounds like an awesome idea so that we actually know how to pronounce this. Wow, it's so easy. Okay, it's just Gethsemane. Gethsemane? Yeah. Gath mayonnaise and Gethsemane. They sound so, so similar. (laughs) You know, I really really did mess that one up, but Mm -mm. we've got this. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, Abby. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That concludes today's episode. Join us on Monday for an episode about allergies. If you have any questions, you can send us voice messages on our website. Go follow us on our socials at quarantine.pod on Instagram and at quarantinep, capital PQ, on Twitter to get the newest information. You can also find us on Facebook by searching quarantine. You can also subscribe to our mailing list by making an account on our website, which is, again, linked in the description. Thank you so much for listening and joining us on Monday. A special thanks to Anchor for sponsoring the podcast and Wix for the amazing website creation tools. Also, thank you to our many streaming platforms, Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Thank you guys who are listening on the website that you guys are the OGs, you're the coolest. See you next time.